First of all, fuck off. Wait, are we live? Yeah, we're live. Hey, fuck you, Sean. Yeah, fuck off, Sean. And ah. to be honest, honey buns aren't even that good. Whoa, okay. Easy. Oh, okay. Uh, did I do too much there? Let's not say that. I did too much, didn't I? I went too far? Yes. Fuck. My bad. Absolutely too far. What? All right. Ugh. Guess what? Billy and man aren't here, so this is going to go really well. Um, so uh, Billy's not here, so it, it was up to me to find jokes. Uh, I didn't vet these first. So this, here we go. Uh, number one. <laughs> My wife told me she'll slam my head on the keyboard if I don't get off the computer. This is for when Q finally finds a girlfriend. Uh, my wife told me she'll slam my head on uh, the keyboard if I don't get off the computer. I'm not too worried. I think she's joking. LFMAO, JK, LMA, 17778 DFH. <laughs> 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 uh, I just got my, I literally, this is the first time I've ever read these jokes. So we're just going to keep rolling. Oh, I, I just got my doctor's test results and I'm really upset. Turns out I'm not going to be a doctor. That one's stupid. <laughs> as I get older, I remember all the people I lost along the way. Maybe a career as a tour guide was not the right choice. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, the doctor. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I'm going to skip that one. A man walks into a magic forest and tries to cut down a talking tree. You can't cut me, cut me down, the tree complains. I'm a talking tree. The man responds, you may be a talking tree, but you will dialogue. <laughs> and that's Joe Corner, everybody. I uh, have a joke. Oh, oh, Q, please go ahead. This is, this is a good one. Okay. <clears throat> so, for Paris, this is a long one, too. There's three friends, okay? They're all, they're all known throughout all of their friend groups for, one, having the biggest nose that they've ever seen, two, having the biggest feet they've ever seen, and three having the smallest dick that they've ever seen. So, like, wow. Like, okay, this, like, we've been told time and time again how big our nose, feet, and how small our wiener is. We should go to the Guinness Book of World Records and, and see if they're records. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do it. So they, they ship off. They, they go to the Guinness Book of World Records. They each go in one by one. The guy goes in, biggest nose. Ah, oh, dude, guys, I did it. I got the world's biggest nose. I got the world record. I got it. Oh, dude, awesome. Congrats. Next guy goes in. He goes, dude, guys, I got the world's biggest feet. The world record. I am the record holder. I'm number one. Oh, awesome. Great. Last guy goes in. Comes out, guys. Who the fuck is Richard Niehazel? You're saying I have a small dick? The first couple of times I've laughed. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I made Rob laugh. Thank okay. you. Also, and you can, that's part is you can put any name in there. Whatever you're telling the joke to. Yeah. That's part. You know what? what's awesome, Q? You could have put any name in there. Hmm? You could have put any name in there. Oh, at least he but... left you off the big nose name. That's Damn. So when he started with big nose, I was like, this motherfucker is really coming <laughs> after heads today. This, I mean, I got two out of the three of those things. You and see, I don't I had, have big feet. I had two options. I had two options. Wait, what? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had I, I had two options there. It was either Rob or Rico or smallest dick, and everybody knows that Rob has a log, so I had to go Rico. It's, it's just cross elimination. Rob and I live together. Can confirm. <laughs> Rob, Rob and I live together and can confirm. Um, Either so, got it. Either. So, uh, <sighs> all right. So, 
Cheryl can already go fuck herself because uh, she, she said has the best. The the be- yeah, she definitely has the biggest wiener. She said, "I have the best joke of the night." It goes along with Q's joke. Best joke of the night, Rich. Cheryl, respectfully, leave. Um, uh, Cheryl is on a roll here. Words Q has never said before. Prepare. This is going to be a long one. Oh no! And with that, guys, we got a great show. Um, wait, I just got that. Fuck you, Cheryl. Yeah. Okay, there it is. Now he's fucking with us. We got a great show ahead of uh ahead of us and you. Um, pay attention. It's going to be a long one. Conspiracy week. Everybody ready? Let's go. You're now listening to the most mediocre podcast on the planet. Honestly oversharing. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Q just dropped the light? Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody heard it, but they all saw it happen. Um, welcome to the most mediocre podcast on the planet. Honestly oversharing. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. As I alluded to in the intro, it is Conspiracy Week. And no, Sean, the conspiracy isn't that Q has a girlfriend. We all know that that isn't true. Okay? Hey, what you fucking not <clears throat> Wait, how can you hear me? Why it's what? a conspiracy. <laughs> um, all right, so it is Conspiracy Week. But before we get to the conspiracy, it's a fucking doozy. You want to know how it's a good one? I know that this guy and this guy came ready to go today. Um, they're both really excited about it, and that's how you know it's going to be a really good one. I it it is a clip, uh, so for everybody listening, um, it's actually a really good clip to like if I it's a TikTok. So if I close my eyes and listen to it, it would, you'd still be able to follow along. So if you are listening to this and not watching it live, it'll still make sense. But before we do any of that, we do something on this. Every time I do this, I spill it. Um, we do something on this show every single week that uh, is never going to stop. The only thing that has stopped is that um, there is a, a beer that um, is a, from a microbrewery in Michigan uh, because your boy always forgets to grab beer. Oh, my God, I didn't spell. Uh, today, I am just bringing you Bushlight. Oh, baby. I heard that uh, Q has a competitor, though. Q's got a sure. beer that competes with this on a daily basis. Q, what is that beer? Uh, this beer is a fan favorite, uh, family favorite, uh, favorite of everybody that's ever been around. Uh, it is feeling blue, double D, double da. It is your best friend. It is the darkness. It is the light. It is the Bud Light. Brand awareness. Nailed it. There you go. And then take a sip. Tell us how it tastes. Like hot trash right now because this has been in my room for fucking a week and a half and I forgot about it. But I reached to my left and there's a half case of Bud Light sitting here, so I had to pull it out. What are you, 19? Don't clip that, by the way. We need to be on the positive side of Bud Light. <laughs> Wait, what are you, what are you, 19? What are you in a dorm room? You don't have a fridge? Hey, mind your fucking business. Not in my uh, stream room. No shot. You, oh man, next level. My stream room. I, I don't even stream out of it anymore. I got a fucking fridge in there. Yeah, I should probably do that. That's not They're bad not idea, expensive. Actually. I mean, Black Friday deals aren't just Black Friday anymore. They go all month. So I got the perfect spot for it right here, too, right where the beer was sitting. Yeah, right on my well, face. Um, if only they made a contraption to keep it cold all the time. <laughs> I like how you started a sentence. You heard what I said, but also were very committed to what you wanted to say there. Um, Rob, I heard you may not have a monkey on your back. 
but you may have a monkey on your shoulder. There it is. Yay! I do. Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 All right. So, as I alluded to in the beginning, we have an awesome conspiracy for you. Um, it, it's one that, um, that, I mean, young, old, alive, dead, you know about, uh, as long as you were around for the late nine, mid nineties, early, early nineties. Um, so, I mean, even now, so whatever, God damn it. I was on a fucking roll too. Um, but, um, it is a conspiracy that everybody here I think will know. Cheryl will definitely know cause she's 52, um, so it is the OJ conspiracy. It is, did OJ do it? And we found a conspiracy that almost makes OJ just look like a weird guy and not a killer. So before I go any farther into it, um, I'm going to share the screen here so the guys can see it. I'm going to open this so the guys can see it. There it is. Wow, that's you're gonna see. It was like jokes. oh, a beam of light just hit you. I know. It's from, the, from the browser. All right, you guys can see this. Everybody yes. can see this. Okay, so I'm gonna move this up, um, so that everybody here can see it. Okay, open your ears, open your minds. Here we go. I should probably unmute. It. Didn't do it. It was Jason Simpson. What is a conspiracy you actually believe in? O.J. Simpson didn't do it. It was Jason Simpson. The LAPD was so convinced that they had their man that they tried to make the evidence fit the suspect rather than allowing the evidence to lead them to a suspect. O.J. didn't do it. Nicole Brown was nearly decapitated and Ron Goldman was stabbed 20 plus times. The prosecution claimed the injuries were consistent with two knives being used and produced a stiletto knife good for stabbing but not cutting and a Swiss Army knife not really good for hurting anyone other than yourself. Ron Goldman had numerous defensive wounds and the injuries to his hands indicated that he had landed numerous blows yet OJ had only a small cut on his hand with no other evidence of having been in a fight. The only evidence found in OJ's home was a few drops of his own blood which were contaminated with a preservative used in blood draws. Jason did it. Means, Jason was employed as a sous chef and had his own knife set and also owned a double-edged combat knife from his time in a military school. Motive. Jason was cooking alone at his restaurant that night and had specifically invited Nicole to come see him cook. She stood him up and went to Mezzaluna where Ron Goldman worked. Jason was known to be bothered by Nicole seeing men other than his father. Opportunity, Jason's time card that night was handwritten for a time much later than when the restaurant shut down. His alibi changed multiple times, but the last time anyone can definitely account for him is around 9.30 that night. The kicker, the day after the murders, OJ retained one of LA's top criminal defense attorneys for Jason and did not hire his own defense attorney until several days later. Okay. So, um, I should have unmuted. That's my bad. So, uh, I've been, a, just me personally. Um, I have always been a big believer that OJ did it and it's only because of family members, um, friends, and just like other people who have said that OJ did it and it's pretty, Anybody hear that? I just heard that. What was that? Maybe OJ's killing somebody. Um, so um, it's the neighbors up above. So um, I have always believed that OJ did it, but I have not actually done my own research. And I also, 
have never really cared until I saw this video and like the means, the motive, the breakdown of it is really, really, really interesting. So before we really get into it, I want to hear your guys, uh, your guys, like what were your preconceived notions before even seeing this video? Um, Rob, go first. We'll go clockwise. I never really thought too much about if he did it or not, honestly, because he wrote the book. So it was like he did it. It it seemed kind of like cut and dry to me, but there's always been like the weird things and he never, I mean, he actually got away with it. He didn't convicted. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I always thought he did it. I feel like we're young enough to where like it didn't impact our lives enough to really give a shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I feel like it happened like on my birthday. It was what? 94? It was 94 and I think it was in March. I was two years old. Why would I give a fuck? I couldn't even shit in a toilet. It all happened before I knew anything about it. Yeah. So Q, what were your preconceived notions about this conspiracy before even seeing this video? <clears throat> I never really gave a fuck about it, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I always knew the jokes. Solomon Family Guy, Peter gets around a golf with OJ Simpson, starts driving preconceived notions about, you know, murdering his wife, stuff like that. Like wanting to do harm to Lois and stuff like that, which I always thought was funny. Uh, but when it came down to it and it came down to the actual trial, I never watched OJ Made It in America, that five part 30 for 30 series. I didn't watch that. Like, I just never really gave a fuck. Like, if he did it, fucking kudos to him for getting away with it. If he didn't do it, we'll never know who did. But uh, the way I thought, I never really thought he did it, to be honest. I don't, just like the way the whole trial went down and how everything ended, it just didn't make sense that they couldn't convict him. And like he did do it, so I was always yeah. like, I don't know, but I always lean towards the side of I don't think he did do it. Because like my thing was like OJ had to do it because like Rob said, he wrote the book, right? If you have to convince people so deeply that you got to write a book, then you did it. It's the opposite. The book was if I were to have done it. Well, yeah, true. Now he literally just wrote out how he killed the girl, basically, or how. <laughs> In this case, maybe, I mean, he could know all the details if it was... Well, if it's his brother, yeah. Yeah, if it's his brother, so... The other thing is, why did you get in your dope-ass Bronco and run away from police for as long as you did if you didn't do anything? And a lot of people say that he was on the phone the whole time, right? Maybe he was on the phone with his brother? So let's... let's. I want to run through this really quick because I think um, the means part is the thing that gets me the most. So the means, uh, Jason did it. Jason was employed as a sous chef and shoes. Say it. Damn it. Sue. You got it. (sighs) Matt's not here. Somebody's got to take his place. Um, Jason was employed as a sous chef and had his own knife set and also owned a double edged combat knife from his time in military school. God, try and say that fight. There's so many S's and C's and stuff right there. All right. So, The means thing I think is the most important thing for me personally, Um, just because like OJ, like OJ would have to acquire a murder weapon. OJ would have had to do a lot of work, right? To acquire like the type of weapon that she was killed with. Correct. This, this guy, I mean, to the, the exact blade that she was killed with. I mean, he just yeah. has that laying around. Like, this guy already has all that stuff. Right. 
Like it's way easier for him to be able to do it, to do the crime. Right. Mm -hmm. That for me, that's the most important part. What do you guys think the most important part of this is? A little more research. And I found some stuff that is left out in this theory that is kind of very important. Okay. Is it debunking is, stuff? Because you're you're a resident debunker. No, it backs this up. Oh, let's hear it. Oh shit. <laughs> OJ's brother was uh not mentally stable. Okay. He has assaulted people with knives in the past. Wait, is is this his he, son? This is his son, right? Not his brother. It's a son. You said brother earlier. My bad. I meant to say son. Okay. Um, His son was not mentally stable. Like, I think it was bipolar depression or something, but it was like a deep psychological issue. He was on medication for it, and he wasn't taking his medication for the two weeks prior going up to the murder. Which can make you manic. Yeah. There's also a journal that was discovered that belonged to Jason, OJ's son. And it said, uh, and I quote, it's the year of the knife for me. I cut away my problems with a knife. Anybody touches my friends, I will kill them. I'm also tired of being Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Why does that sound like it came from Catcher in the Rye? <laughs> it could have been a planted journal too. Like I, These kind of things and these kind of celebrities, the in-depth that people will go to cover up and do a bunch of dumb sh- like yeah. shit, that could be a planted journal. Like We don't know, but... I think the ultimate question is this. Is OJ a fucking murderer or the best dad of all time? There's no in-between. He's either one or the other. Yeah. He's either the greatest dad to ever walk this planet or the greatest murderer to walk this planet and get away with it. I mean, do you think that your parents, if you murdered somebody, do you think that your parents would have your back? Absolutely. No. Rob, Rob you know that. That's asking right away. Rob, we can, let's comment on each other's parents really quick. Because we know each other so well. I think your mom would start to until she realized the actual details. I think that your dad is throwing you under the bus immediately. Dad's grabbing me by the fucking neck and taking me to the police station himself. Yeah. My mom's just never going to talk to me again in my life. It'd be that easy. What do you think my parents would do? I don't know. Craig would probably just sit there and like shake his head at you like you fucking idiot. Donna would freak out. She probably I don't I can't see through your parents turn you in. I would show up to my first court case with three black eyes and I only have two eyeballs. <laughs> I would. I my mom would beat the shit out of me. And my mom's not weak. Yeah. Like my mom would beat the fuck out of me and my dad would watch and say, Take it, because you're a bitch. <laughs> Is that foreshadowing for later? Maybe. All right, so um, the other thing here, too, is it, that's very interesting is the, the motive. So I'll, also, before we move on here, Rob, you said that uh, Jason wasn't stable. Um, how many cooks do you know that are actually stable human beings? Not many, right? I mean, it's, I mean, we just worked at B-dubs, but, like, I don't know many cooks that are stable, bro. Like, there's, there's a dude yeah. at, the, at the B-dubs that we worked at that literally got out of jail two days ago and they put him right back on the line. So, Yeah, I watched a video. It was like a five-minute clip from a detective that was on the case and still kind of follows it. And he's saying, like, that guy is definitely the person that did it. And he was explaining how, like, it's it's yeah. 
not like a normal line cook crazy either. It's a little more than that. Yeah, it's not like gun tattoo on your hand crazy. It's like I kill people for fun crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the other thing here is the let's go. Let's just go over the motive now. So Jason was cooking alone at his restaurant that night and had specifically invited Nicole to come see him cook. She stood him up and went to uh, Mezzaluna where Ron Goldman worked. Jason was known to be bothered by Nicole seeing men other than his father. So going back to knowing that this guy took two weeks off of medication that he desperately needed. And then she stands him up and she's hanging out with some other dude other than OJ. I mean, what more motive do you need for somebody who is bipolar and maybe going through a manic spell? Right? I mean, what? I feel like that's a better motive than whatever the motive, whatever they said the motive was for OJ. You guys heard he had he had assaulted somebody with a knife before. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah. When he was, and it was like previously when he was not on his medications. Like yeah. in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had been arrested, and then it was let out. Like he admitted to not being on his medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just so happens that he stops his medication for two weeks, and then Nicole dies. Well, not dies. She's br- brutally murdered. Typically, the, other- the same thing happens. Again, yeah, but they blamed it on OJ instead of him for some yeah. reason. What do you guys think about the whole angle of CTE playing symptom or cause for OJ possibly murdering Nicole, actually blaming his football and his CTE? He could have suffered from playing sports. Uh, isn't that a long term effect? It is. It's uh, not something that happens while you're in your prime. So I, I'm, I'm going to, I may sound ignorant here, but I don't think he played enough football, um, for him to have, um, CTE symptoms at the time. Right. So he was like in his prime, right? Like junior Seau, um, I mean, RIP, they didn't, they said that he didn't start experiencing or showing symptoms of CTE until uh, like what, eight years out of the league. Mm. And then by that time it was too late because they didn't catch it early enough. Now they, you know, they have all the, you know, everything set forth to be able to catch it immediately. Um, right. I don't so, necessarily disagree with the CTE argument though, because you never know it's a brain. You know what I mean? Right. We only know so much. When he was playing, when he was younger. Yeah. You know, it didn't have to be an NFL injury. It could have been CTE when he was in the third or fourth grade. Brain never developed properly. Mm-hmm. Act weird. You know. Like my like my my little brother play college football he definitely has cte really yes 100 percent has cte like not to like you know like not to bring it up again like not like junior seau to that extent but he definitely like goes through like weird like mood swings where they're Shit. unwarranted and they they happen for a minute and then it's and then he's back to normal and then he's got like he's always been like really good like memory like he's he's one of those guys who like is socially inept um but is very good at school and you wouldn't be able to know um but uh his memory is like non-existent now and they say that's like one of the first symptoms is like your short-term memory trash wow so uh, yeah he's been like not diagnosed with it but he's like he's like yeah i think i need to like Go get a scan. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going through a bunch of these uh, 
different theories that could have happened. Uh, one that I find very interesting, OJ hiring a serial killer. There was, I've seen that one too. There's a, an article um, that suggests that a man by the name of Glenn Rogers came forward and admitted to committing the murders. Um, although he also admitted to murdering as many as 70 people that he then recanted as a joke. But this theory is supported by Roger's own brother, Clay, who says, I'm absolutely certain that my brother Glenn killed Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman in a documentary called My Brother the Serial Killer. So, oh, shit. I don't know what his relationship is with his brother Clay. I don't know if it was a good or bad one. But to have your own family come out and say that? Yeah. It's that's pretty damning, you know, damning evidence. Um, so, right. Cheryl... I don't want this to come off as like me talking shit to you. Um, but I'm really happy that like you're in here to be able to comment on this. Um, so she said that she was just talking about, um, the OJ people versus OJ thing on Netflix. And it was Mm -hmm. basically just entertainment, but it's also very interesting. She said, uh, he had already like beat her several times. Um, and you know, documented. And then, um, he wasn't, see, here's, I mean, I guess I should have done a little bit more. He wasn't actually in the NFL when the murder happened. Yeah, he was retired, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and retired early, though, too. Like, he was still, like. like Johnson? Yeah, it was like a Barry Sanders situation. Anybody that's ever played for the Lions ever? Got it. Yeah. I mean, right. Sean, you're not chopped liver. You're just, you, you you're like younger than everybody here. So I don't, I don't think, you know, I mean, you might know more about OJ. Just say some shit and I'll talk about it. God damn. Don't get so, well, I don't know why I'm getting all defensive here. Sorry. My bad, Sean. Sean, he's telling you to shut the fuck up and listen, you little fuck. Yeah. Sorry. God. That was impressive too. Learned I don't know something. why that happened. Yeah. My bad, Sean. Fuck you. I mean, God damn. Sean, I'm so Man. sorry. I can't say anything, but really rude maybe, things to you. Maybe it's because he fucking teabagged me live on Twitch. Fuck you, Sean. Okay. I'm sorry. Go back to you. Um, Rich, you can tell me to shut the fuck up. No, Cheryl, you're saying really good things, so I would never. Not in a million years. Um, I'm also, like, secretly terrified of you. So, uh, opportunity. Jason's time card that night was... This is this is the most interesting thing. Jason's yeah. time card that night was handwritten for a time much later than when the restaurant shut down. His alibi changed multiple times, but the last time anyone can definitely account for him is around 9.30 that night. Do you know when she was murdered? What time? It was, like, 11.30 at night. So, if you're innocent, right, you have one story, and it's the truth. If you're guilty, you forget what you tell people. Yes. Your story is not true. Mm-hmm. But you forget what you say, so it's constantly switching. I don't know how different his alibis were, because as people say, you know, everything, alibis were always switching. He could have got, you know, like the color of a door wrong when he was describing something. That could be, oh, his alibi switched. He said it was red door. It's a blue door. Like that kind of shit. So you don't know how different or vast the differences are. Yeah. But uh, the truth is the truth. And there's only one story to it. So the fact that they keep changing kind of sus, bro. So in, in like interrogation 101, a person is more likely to be guilty if they lie about meaningless things. So I actually, what's crazy is the minute I scrolled through this TikTok to the next one, it was an interrogation. Like, fucking good job with your algorithm there, TikTok, other than when I post videos and when Cube posts videos, but like, whatever. Um, but uh, it was a guy being interrogated, and he lied about um, <clears throat> he lied about knowing, like, everyday things. 
uh, the cop was like, do you know how to do this? And he was like, no. And he goes, so you don't know that this happens and then this happens and this is the outcome. He goes, oh yeah, I know that. Why? Like it was simple. I was like, do you know how to blow your nose? Like that simple of a question. And the kid lied about it. And he looked confused the whole time. It's because he's trying to figure out, like, figure out, like, he probably told a, a huge story, big lie, and then was trying to recount it. And then they say, interrogation 101, if they lie about the simple shit, they're going to lie. They're going to be very detailed about the big shit, right? Be very detailed in their lie about the big shit. Sure. So if you're over detailed, you're more likely to lie. Have you ever been so caught in a lie because you told too many details? Probably. I have, 100%. I can tell you. I think I'm 100% probably. Have. So do we have oh, like a, an alibi that we could read that he gave? Yeah. Mm, prob- I mean, probably. Okay. I'd have Jason, to look it up really quick. Well, they've never like investigated him. That, yeah, he wasn't. They, they asked him his alibi and left it at that. Well, then how can you have multiple alibis then? I mean, they probably interviewed him a couple times, but when they like didn't actually like he wasn't like a suspect. About the whole hiring the best defense attorneys that he can find for his son and not getting anybody for him. That that to me, I think, is the most like the most like the, like if we're gonna like rate everything for like did OJ do it on one side and di- OJ definitely didn't do it on the other side. That is number one on OJ didn't do it. Best dad in the world. First one right there. Yeah. He was doing it to protect his son somehow. Yeah, because yeah, he fucking like killed he hired the defense attorney to protect his son. Like in a different way, though. Like if he had done it and he was trying to protect his son while he was going to be in prison. Like I hired this lawyer before I lose all my money and I go to prison. This is going to keep you safe if people come after you. That's a different type of lawyer, done. though. That's not a defense lawyer. It's like mm-hmm. a financial, that's different sector. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, I definitely see the angle you're taking though. Like that. I definitely understand that. Like you have somebody that's smart minded, level headed. So if he's gone and his son, who's been known to have these tendencies of being crazy, Mm. to have somebody to take care of him, a lawyer of some sort, then I could see that angle. Absolutely. So like I'm screwed either way. So here, son, I'm going to leave you off. Yeah. Right. So I have one more question before the final question, which is, has this theory changed your mind? So, cause I, I, okay. we do, we did talk about in the meeting uh, before the show about doing a, a segment and I, I, I really want to get to it cause I think it'll be interesting. So, um, oh, I forgot the first question. So, uh, why, okay, here it is. Why, why do you think they were so hard on OJ? Like as being the number one, number one suspect. Like, why don't you think they really moved to anybody else? They couldn't move off of OJ. Two things. Go ahead. Celebrity status. Mm-hmm. And the whole driving in the Bronco thing. That's, uh, yeah. That's, ah, it's, you know, mm-hmm. the guilty run. Like, that's, that's the way, it, that's the way it was, you know, mm-hmm. guilty run. That's just the way it works. I agree. So I could definitely see those two domestic violence maybe. calls and yep. Bronco situation. Rob, what about you? Has this changed my thought? No, no, no. We're not going to get to that question yet. What, why do you think that they were so like, OJ definitely did it? Yeah. I mean, it just seems like a simple case. Yeah. Open, open shut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a simple question, obviously. Right. 
So here's the hard question. Has this changed your mind? Has this theory, this simple theory, and the research that you've done outside of this, has this changed your mind? Did OJ do it? So remember your answers first. Q said OJ didn't do it. I said OJ do it. Rob said OJ did it. Right? Has this changed your mind? I don't care. I say the same, obviously. You what? You say the same thing? I say the same. Yeah. I think, I, I still think it's like, it's just in. It's been in the air too long for. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't think it, it's too cut and dry for it to be that easy. I think. I think it's got to be more complicated than he just did it. Yeah, I, think I just so have too so. many questions, and I don't think I'm like as well in the know to know for this to like really change my mind. I guess. Like, first of all, we're saying that like is a Kardashian like not a good lawyer because that guy like he like make the Kardashians famous off of how good of a lawyer he is. He was the yeah. defense attorney for O.J. Simpson. So are we saying he didn't actually put money into himself? Because that kind of like came up after the fact. It seems like O.J. put quite a bit of money into like defending himself as well. So I don't know how true that is. Um, and then second of all, like, when did that book come out? Was it before or after he made the civil case? He lost the civil case. I know he lost the civil case, which is kind of the more important part, I think. It was after. It was after. I mean, kind of sounds like a money scheme, money grab type of thing after he got all his money taken from him. Yeah. Well, it could be like, hey, son, tell me the whole story. I need to make money off of them taking all the money. So it could be, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I w- so Sean just brought up a good point. The gloves. What if today they bring OJ and his son into the same room? Try to put the gloves on OJ. Don't fit again. Throw the gloves on a son, and they, no pun intended, fit like a glove. Shoe golf. Side uh, note, is that where that came from, that saying? Like a glove? I don't know. Maybe. Like a Simpson glove. I, I could be wrong, but wasn't it kind of like a tighter glove, like a golfing glove? It was a, a leather glove with a fleece, in, like a thin fleece inside. They're um, can't remember what they're called, uh, but they're, they've been in about eighty percent of rap songs since that happened. Uh, Isotonus. Would, would you say it kind of like works like a yep, isotoners? When Thank you, you buy it, it fits your hand perfect, and then in like six months, it crinkles up and it can barely fit on your hand anymore. Oh, like real leather golf shoes? How you got to put the wood fucking stretcher things in them? So they don't shrink. Or just even a golf glove, like that shit happens. It crinkles up after like a month or two months or three yeah. months. And you can well, it's real leather. Your hand. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like there is a possibility that that could have just shrunk. So I don't, it hasn't changed my mind, but while I, when I, when, before this happened, I was on one side. That's it. I am more, I am sitting on the fence with one foot towards the, he didn't do it side. Like I, I, I'm more on the fence than I was before any, any of this like research. Right. Either way, it's a shitty fucking family. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Top 10 worst families of all time. Right. When you're arguing about the son or the father murder. Who's worse? (laughs) Who's worse? The Mansons? I feel like, you know who the Phelps are? The the Phelps? Like swimmers? No, like uh, Westboro Baptist Phelps. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. 
That's uh, Topeka, Kansas, by the way. My hometown, baby. <laughs> don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. It's really dark. <laughs> it was really dark. My bad. <laughs> um, all right, so we weren't sure if we were going to have time, um, but without the other two guys here, we definitely did have time because we didn't have uh, Billy Stern in the pot with Matt. Uh, and <laughs> this is... I'm also kind of bummed Matt isn't here because this is one that Matt would have like given his whole life for, um, I think, and he would have dove so deep into the research that it would have just been the Matt show, um, which also would have been really funny. Um, but we have something special for you. We are going to tell you how our Thanksgivings were. Now, it seems like Q has a decent story. Rob's story is... Ex- Rob's story is Rob's story. Um, and then mine's got a lot of up and downs too. Who wants to go first with how their Thanksgiving was? Played mm. video games for 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. How raw is your, uh, you know. Nate leftover pizza. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Just like Where? the pilgrims. Where's your pizza from? Where's your pizza from? Hungry Howie's. There's Hungry Howie's down there? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what that is. What? I don't know what that is. Hungry Howie's is really fucking good. Upper echelon. For like takeout pizza. Yeah, really good. Sold. Yeah, you can get like four different flavors on your crust if you want to. Pretty fucking good. Yeah, like different flavors to choose from it seems like. They don't have like, it's not like it's like like you guys don't definitely don't have jets, but jets is like really expensive, like Detroit style deep dish. So not like Chicago where it's round and like really thick, but Detroit style is basically just made in a pan and all their lights. Like, it's, it's expensive because all their, um, all their ingredients are like ridiculously fresh. Hungry Howie's isn't that way, but there's a lot of perks to it and it's way better than fucking little Caesars. Uh, Domino's. Yeah, Domino's actually is like way better than it used to be. All right, Q, how was your Thanksgiving? So many emotions. Here we go. Um, majority of people that are probably listening to the show probably already heard this story on my uh, stream the other night because um, I felt good about it. So me being 25 years old, um, you guys being older than me, because you guys are old heads, um, I realized being a bachelor and going to family Thanksgiving, having my own home, whole shebang full-time job i'm probably liable for a dish at the dinner table so i should probably bring some i can't just bring plates and napkins anymore were you asked to bring something or this is something that you felt this is something i felt i was not asked this is gonna go terribly i already know go ahead so um like fuck man and i realized this wednesday night during the stream getting ready to end it i'm like i'm leaving for thanksgiving i gotta drive two hours tomorrow i thankfully lunch wasn't until one like, okay, I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna figure it out. Like, okay, it's future Q's problem. That's what I thought on Wednesday night. So Thursday morning, I get up. I look at my recipe book my mom got me for Christmas last year. I'm like, what can I make? What can I make? What can I make? Aha! Easy peasy. A Smith favorite. It's called corn casserole. Ooh. But, you know, mm-hmm. corn ca- what, what, what's your corn casserole? People think it's different things. I don't know. My mom makes it. it's really good. So basically, it's a mixture of. Corn, uh, sweet corn, cream corn, cornbread, eggs, uh, sour cream. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's just, it's just all mixed together in a pan. 
and you pour it over, you let it, you bake it, and it's just cornbread filled with corn, and it's mushy deliciousness. Is Cholesterol. What it is. Yes, love that. Hearty meal. Hearty, hearty, hearty. It's Pyrex, full, Pyrex full of cholesterol. <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, okay, I'll make that, and then I'll make it, I'll mix it all together now, and then I'll bake it when I get to my dad's house. It takes 45 minutes to bake. I'll get there an hour, hour, hour and a half early, bake it. It'll be fresh for when it's time to eat. Okay, great. Awesome. Fantastic. <clears throat> Step one, I got to get the fucking ingredients. Okay, the ingredients, not a lot. It's, it's, it's not. But the big deal is I'm a 25-year-old bachelor living with another 25-year-old bachelor. So we don't have any baking pans. We don't have any, we don't have any of that shit. So I got to go find it. So first thing I'm tasked with is finding an eight by twelve pan. Believe it or fucking not, those don't fucking exist apparently. Because yeah. I've looked everywhere, <laughs> up, down, side, left, right, in circles, couldn't fucking find one anywhere. They got nine by thirteen. Like fucking god. But I text my mom. I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't work with recipe, Rob. Don't even give me that. It doesn't work. Oh, you're expecting to find like kitchen cooking shit the day of Thanksgiving when people just went out and bought that shit the last two days. <laughs> And hey Rob, sold out, and like everything sold out. Hey Rob, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Try and go find a turkey too. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to like, insert that in there, and I'm so glad Rob did. Fuck. Uh, okay, oh, so it's a fair point. Okay, but I also went to a place called Price Chopper, which I didn't expect, you know, to be that rated of that kind of material. Okay. okay. All right. Um. So I go. I'm to call my mom. Like, Food mom, there's stuff. no fucking thing. Is there's no such thing as eight by twelves. I can't find it. And she goes. As long as it's a two-quart pan, it doesn't matter. So I'm looking for two quarts on anything I can find. I found an eight-by-eight pan. I'm like, whoa, that's going to be a thick-ass casserole, but it says two quarts, so I can make it work. So I get it. I get the pan. I get all my ingredients. I head home, like, frantically putting this shit together. Um, I mix the stirring pot, and as I'm doing it, I made a Snapchat story of of my circumstances, what was happening the entire time. And my cousin sends me a Snapchat. She goes, ahem. Hey, Q, what are you making over there? What are you making for Thanksgiving? What, what, what are you making today? Oh, I already know what's happening. I go, uh, making corn casserole. She goes, funny. So my mom's making. She's making corn casserole. We're going to the same lunch. I go, probably should have coordinated. Um, Yeah, that's on me. So I'll just save mine for tomorrow with my mom, I guess. She's like, no. Here's what we want to do. We want to see who's is better. We want to have a little like competition. So Thanksgiving turned into a competition I like your between me and my aunt, who has been doing this for a year or two. Um, okay. So I got my mixtures. It's all in my 8 by 8 pan. So Ship excited. it off to Manhattan, Kansas with me. So I get there. I bake it. And while it's baking, family starts to show up. My aunt is one of them. She walks in holding her corn casserole. And she just looks at me and she goes, oh, it's on. I said, Joy, it's on. I was already standing at that point, but yeah, I was like, oh, don't you, don't you get me wild Let's today. get ready to rumble. Did she walk in with a 12 by 8, though? She, no, she, yeah, she walked in with a normal pan that you're supposed to have, and <laughs> it looked beautiful. It was golden brown on top. It was in a nice pan. It even had a lid on it, a whole shebang. And Q's was, looked like a six-year-old who just learned to color inside the lines. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was an 8 by 8 square fucking pan that was in like one of those like uh, aluminum pans. The cheap ones? Mess. They're meant no, to no, just I hold lied. food. I lied. It was a glass pan. I lied. It was a glass pan. I just remember that. I bought a glass pan. Show some respect. So, um, I'm just like, fuck, that looks delicious. I might be screwed here. They pull mine out. Oh, it looks beautiful. It looks golden brown. Okay. But since it's eight by eight and it's thicker, it doesn't look as nice as, you know, the longer or spread out, you no know, shit. corn casserole. So, 
We go down to it. Everybody goes to the line, and everybody, everybody in line gets mine and hers. They each so we can judge it. Mm-hmm. See who who's gonna win the judge. Um, so we get down to it. Everybody's done eating. We're like, okay, what's the verdict? We gotta know. You gotta know what's the verdict. And basically it came down to two categories. First category was was, uh, was presence or appeal, the way it looked. And hands down, appearance. second place. The word you're looking for is p- appearance. Did I not say appearance at the end there? You, Appe- appeal, the way it looks. This story's so long, I'm like half listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it. I'm bringing it up. So okay. basically it came down to she wanted appearance and I wanted taste. So who really fucking won? Wait, you wanted taste? I want in taste. I don't give a See? fuck if it looks good. I'm going to mix it with everything that's anyways. That's what I'm fucking saying. So all I'm it's like she adds cheese to it and she adds something else. I don't put cheese in mine. I just like you could taste the cornbread a lot more in mine than you could in hers. Mm-hmm. Like, so they said, okay, she wanted appearance, but taste. Got to give it to him. Yeah, you. Like, yeah, you do. So throw in the chat what you think the consensus is. Is appearance matter more than taste? I, I bet we know what the answer is going to be, but I just want to know. Um, when it comes to food, no shot. Unless you're a fucking Tweedledee, <clears throat> Tweedledum, professional food network judge piece of shit. Does everybody in here eat Taco Bell? Are they not saying taste? They're saying taste. Yeah, they're saying okay, taste. Um, d- does everybody in here eat Taco Bell on occasion? Absolutely. Okay, Taco Bell. Taco Bell looks like an atomic bomb in food form. True. Is it my favorite fast food? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if Taco Bell is next to Arby's, which also is good, and I'm not afraid to admit it, um, McDonald's, even Culver's, Taco Bell first. Culver's. No, it wins though. Chick Fil A. I can't eat there because of the peanut oil. Oh damn. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. How about you faking that allergy? Yeah. Did you see my tweet? That's exactly what I'm referencing yeah. right now. Yeah. I can't believe. So I have, not everybody I think knows this, but I have a uh, severe peanut allergy, like all nuts. Um, God damn it, Sean. Even I, D's? Yeah, for yeah, D's. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So like bad enough to where I'm supposed to carry an EpiPen with me, but I don't because one, they're expensive. And two, it's really hard to f- remember that motherfucker and it really doesn't fit in your pocket. So, um, I don't carry one around, but I'm like extremely, I have, the last time I had any sort of reaction, I was 24. So it was five years ago. Um, and before that I was six. So I'm super, super careful about it. I ask questions when I need to ask questions, blah, blah, blah. So obviously everybody in here knows, cause I've talked about it. I went through a very rough patch, what, six, six to eight months ago, whatever. And somebody during that rough patch said, well, his peanut allergy has to be fake because he doesn't carry an EpiPen and he's probably just using, he's probably just using it, um, for the attention. Why the fuck would I, it's just a prank. I don't know. It's just 29 year prank. Like, yeah, I didn't have to be revived (laughs) once. Like, yeah, that definitely didn't happen. Yeah. You yeah, let's count that part out. Like, I didn't have to be brought back to life once. Yeah, that didn't fucking happen when I was three years old. I think it goes all the way back to the, you know, interrogation thing we were talking about, how you lie about the little stuff, the more detailed stuff later. I think you faked it because you actually liked nuts in and around your mouth. So you faked the detail of being allergic to the peanuts because secretly you enjoy nuts. In and around. <laughs> hey, dude, I think this is a... Come back. 
right, Rico. Yeah, I'm trying to talk to you. Rico. Rico. Can't speak on this one, man. I've seen the guy's mom come run across the fucking room and choke him out and grab the food out of his throat and fucking literally like scoop it out and then watched him turn into a marshmallow before. So, oh, that happened. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's not like that funny. Yeah. So, like me being like ridiculed my entire life was just for the likes. Yeah, it was just for the likes. I just, you know, I didn't beat the shit out of a kid in sixth grade and he changed schools the next day um, because I just enjoy having all eyes on me because a peanut could fucking kill me. If I really, oh, here we go. Fuck it. Fuck it. His ears are getting red. Here we fucking go. Ears? My ears? Really? My fucking ears? Can you see my ears right now? Don't get me started on something completely different. (laughs) If I really wanted attention... I would get good at Photoshop and make my dick look 14 fucking inches. If I really wanted attention, you know what was for attention? Me becoming 220 pounds and 8% body fat. That was for fucking attention. I was born a bitch and cannot be around peanuts. I fucking clipped the fuck out of it, Sean. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) I was born to die. If we were cavemen, if we were, so if we were cavemen, think about this, right? I eat steak every day. I eat chicken every day. Every fucking day, right? As a caveman, I don't know when I'm going to kill a saber-toothed tiger. I don't know when the fuck that shit's going to happen. That motherfucker is nine times the size of me. Not going to fucking happen. I don't got cattle in the back just roped around. You know what I mean? I can't just fucking cut a cow, uh, a fucking pig's throat and get get to eating, right? I don't know when the fuck I'm going to have meat. Next, fucking Sean, you're going to have a field day here, buddy. Okay? I don't know where my next red meat is coming from. So, nuts and berries is all I got. If I'm a caveman, I fucking die. I was born to not be here. And you want to tell me that I'm allergic to peanuts for the likes. You know what? You can choke on these nuts because your boy ain't faking the shit. Rob's seen it firsthand. It's fucking terrifying. It is terrifying. You want to know what's a good thing if I'm having a reaction? If I throw up. That's how you know my throat isn't closed all the way. You see me throw up and you're like, oh, that looks violent. Well, that means he's not dead yet. Yeah. So (sighs) if you don't have an EpiPen and we see you dying... Like how much time do we have? Um, probably like twenty-five-ish minutes. So uh, you'll see do? me. You'll see me turn into the blueberry chick from uh, Willy Wonka. Um, I become very disoriented, um, and my motor skills disappear. Um, <clears throat> and then obviously speech is tough because my tongue is like the size of my forearm. Um, and then you get to the hospital, they dope me. So last time I was twenty-four. Last time it happened. And they, <laughs> I was installing a sprinkler system and obviously ate something that I shouldn't have. Uh, didn't realize it till after I had consumed it. Um, and, uh, they rushed me. Luckily the hospital was right down the street. Um, I, because I was installing a sprinkler system, it was 103 degrees outside. I was wearing jeans that I had cut off that day cause it was so hot, uh, into shorts. And then, a uh, a, um, uh, a cutoff t-shirt that literally I should have just like not worn a shirt. So I show up to the fucking emergency room. They dope me up. I'm so doped up. I pull, I had to pee. I pull out my own IV, took off my clothes and walked through this fucking hospital naked. Holy fuck. 
took off my gown naked. and everything naked oh. naked walked through and they were like what are you doing i said i have to pee so bad and this was the only way to do it comfortably <laughs> as There's i stumbled be a video somewhere no well not legally um so <laughs> uh let's get into how my thanksgiving was because it was just as fucked up as that fucking whole ordeal right there so um, I'm going to give away a lot of information about my family right now that I'm not, I was told not to, but I don't care. Um, but I'm also going to hold back a little bit just so you know. So my family is extremely tight, uh, on my mom's side always has been. Um, and I've never, everybody's like, Oh God, you know, everybody, uh, family's in town for the holidays, you know, make sure you don't ask this question, this question, this question. Oh my God, family fight, you know, Thanksgiving, what's a Thanksgiving without a family fight never happened in my family except for this year. So a lot of shit went down. My grandma turned 95 this year. Um, and a lot of shit went down where not everybody could make it. And there was a lot of excuses made, which is fine. Like if you can't make it, don't care. You got other shit going on. Totally fine. Not a big deal. Um, but we go, so Thanksgiving was the next day we go to Thanksgiving and my aunt said something, I'm not gonna, cause I'll, I'm a hundred percent going to get in trouble for this, but I don't care. Um, my aunt said something, um, behind my mom's back and my mom didn't, my aunt didn't realize that my mom was standing right there. Ooh. So she says it and Rob knows my mom. She has no filter. And when you piss her off, you know, so my mom punches the wall and goes, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> and I had just gotten, so we were downstairs at my uncle's house. He's got a, my uncle, my uncle, John, uh, Rob, he's got a full projector, um, like fucking 80, 85 inch projector. Um, and we're watching the games. So I realized that everybody's like gone from the basement. So I like get up, I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and I hear my mom say that and I was like, Oh shit. And I go to turn around to go back to the couch. Cause I don't want any part of this. And my mom put her whole palm and fingers on my chest and shoved me across the room, not realizing it was me. Cause she's just in a, like a fury. Right. So my aunt was like, I didn't mean it to come off that way. My mom goes, no, fuck you. You know what you fucking said. I need to leave before I beat the fuck out of you. Oh my God. So my brother, luckily, my middle brother was leaving with his girlfriend. Uh, and my mom was like, you're taking me home. My brother was like, what? No, like we got to drive all the way to like Royal oh Oak. God. Like whatever. And my mom goes, no, fuck you. You're driving me home. And so she got in the car and left and, and, and. My, me, my dad, and my youngest brother were the only ones that heard it. So nobody knew until my aunt started like talking about it. And so everybody's like, where'd your mom go? And I was like, I, I don't want any fucking part of this. Oh, no. no part of this. Right. And the next day, my mom like texted my aunt and she was like, happy birthday. Because <laughs> it's <was> my aunt's <laughs> birthday. That... Wow. Uh, is your mom a thug? Rob, like, go ahead. Uh, I wouldn't fuck with her. Yeah, okay, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. That's so fucking- everybody Ow. thinks I get my pettiness from my mom. My mom's not petty. My mom doesn't like my dad's petty as fuck. Like, there's a story of him. If he found a plate in my room with food on it, he would dump it upside down on my bed and wait for me to come home to see it. Like, my dad's petty as fuck. That's where I get my pettiness from. When you piss off my mom, you know. And there is, she becomes Usain Bolt and she becomes Ronnie Coleman. There's no running from her. Oh no. Yeah. I got a cell phone thrown at me once. Oh fuck. She got a cannon. Yeah. My, my mom, my mom 
uh, my mom in college uh, could squat 345 pounds. Was she an athlete? Uh, she was a diver, but she just like was like one day like, I'm going to get big as fuck. And she stopped Dang. working out because some guy was like, some guy was like, um, God, with those legs, you you could play in the NCAA. Like you could be a running back on any on any college team. And she like was like, oh, fuck that. I don't I don't want people saying that. I, like, I don't want that to be a thing. So that's fuck. Fuck that guy. I want to see them fucking dunder dies. Those things fucking muscles like that big. That's fucking I respect it. Any female. Not just your mom. Mother. Okay, thank you. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, thank you for like, you know. making that yeah. a thing at the end. Yeah. yeah. All right. I've never so, seen a picture of your mom, so I have no idea what she looks like. But she like, looked just like me. It's fucking wild. Literally really? the same person. Yeah, just with long hair. Um oh. I'm not gonna send you a picture oh. of my mom. There's, there's that's what Facebook's for. So um but uh so we're gonna do something we're doing something new right now. Um that we're gonna do from from this this moment on. Um where we're going to um we're going to foreshadow part of what's going to happen on the show next the following week. Um, so we don't have the topic yet for next week, but we got two stories for segments next week. We haven't decided which one we're going to pick yet. I have one, um, that, uh, is part of Q's views, do's and don'ts. I'm asking for, um, I'm asking for, uh, not forgiveness. Why do I want to say forgiveness? Kind of, um, I'm asking for advice, um, from everybody here. Um, and then, uh, we, Matt has one as well. Obviously he's not here to talk about it. Uh, but we got two to choose from. Um, so before we even tell you, so Matt's, Matt's is grinding my gears. Mine is cues, views, do's and don'ts in the chat and in discord. So make sure you hit us up on discord too. honestly, oversharing in discord, um, at honestly, oversharing on everything else, uh, except for Twitter. It's at honest overshare. Um, hit us up, let us know whose story you want to hear more with no context. Do you want to hear Matt's grinding your gears where he complains about shit that nobody else cares about? And it's always fun to listen to, or do you want to hear me be an idiot? So let us know which one you want. Uh, and we'll go from there. Um, guys, do you have anything before we go? OJ didn't do it. OJ didn't do it. Rob's just going to stare blank, bl- blankly at a screen. I respect oh. it. Oh, I don't have anything. Okay. Okay. So hopefully you guys had an awesome, had an awesome Thanksgiving. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up in the future here. Um, January. Um, but, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's take you out with a song called white girl rose, uh, by Billy Buford. Buford. There's 0% chance I said that right. All right, guys. Hold up. What? Hold up. What? Oh, 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 I thought you said hold up. All right. Uh, d- uh, d- d- DJ, spin this.
know the deal I'll say that I'm fake, let me give you something real Ain't nothing here to hide behind, there's nothing to reveal Just a couple hundred hoes who gon' put me in my feels Uh, I don't need your love I just need some pillies, I just need a couple drugs Got me in my feelings, baby, I might need a hug Love me, do you really, baby, I think it's the drug Ay, ay, now we been up all night We been on the road, I ain't tryna start a fight But you know where we go when we tryna get to heights And I loved you on the low, but you saw a different sight Yeah, and now you got me chipping All this time I'm sipping You thought I was kidding, I know you the one who's slipping Yeah, I do this for a living I stay praying to the reverend When I die, I go to heaven I'ma die 27 Sipping white, girl, rose In the lights, girl, no way Okay. 